Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Best. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. You know, I like to say that artists are just like everyone else. We each have our ups and downs, our good days and bad days, productive days and (laughs) wasted days. It's the nature of being human. And I also know that many artists struggle with motivation. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I'd wager that more artists struggle with motivation than those who don't. Now, I'm not offering any cures for that, but for this episode, I'd like to address the topic of motivation, why we struggle with it, and maybe offer some suggestions on how to maintain our motivation. I've read about artists who don't struggle with motivation. They seem to always be on. Ideas are flowing, projects are being completed, shit is happening. And yeah, I'm jealous of them. Many of these lucky individuals probably have the opportunity to create full-time. They don't have the responsibilities the rest of us do. Families, children, full-time jobs, other obligations that make up their day-to-day lives. They found that sweet spot that allows them to work on their creative projects, to explore, create, do all the things the rest of us wish we had the time to do. For us, the ones who lack all that free time, we have to compromise. We have to get up early to get ready for work, maybe get the kids ready for school, then a full day on the job, making dinner, getting ready for the next day. Maybe we have other obligations like helping out friends or family after hours, chores around the house, hell, maybe even a second job. It can be tough trying to find time or make time for ourselves. But we need that time for ourselves, that little break to be creative, to express ourselves. I know our days are full, but there are ways we can find that little bit of time. We have to work at it, get into a routine, but it can happen. One of the tenets of creativity is to have a routine. This means doing something at the same time, or roughly the same time, every day. It's sort of like having an exercise routine. Physical trainers say that people should work out at the same time every day for the same length of time. That builds muscle memory. Your body learns that you're going to be exerting yourself at a certain time period each day, and it adapts to that. It begins to prepare for it. Energy is stored up, the blood begins to flow, the heartbeat quickens. The same thing applies to creativity. I like to say we have a creative muscle in our heads that, just like your biceps or your glutes, needs to be worked out regularly. We have to train it, get it into shape, make it stronger. The best way to do this is to get into a routine, a creative routine. We need to find even a small amount of time every day to focus on our creativity and work it until it burns. Okay, maybe not until it burns, but you get my point. The thing is, routine can stimulate motivation. It's the getting started and keeping it going that's tough. But there is some good news. According to a study done by psychologists at the University College in London, it takes 66 days for a new behavior to become a habit. That's just over two months. You can do that. But to get started, the first thing you have to do is find the time, right? So here's the thing. It doesn't take much to get started. And yes, everyone has a different situation. 
so not everything I suggest here is going to work for everyone. But it might give you some ideas on how to make things work for you. For me, I have my fair share of responsibility, things I have to do every day, chores and such. What I've found is that I can get about 15 to 30 minutes every morning to work on a creative project. It may be writing in my journal, on my blog, writing a podcast script, or even working on a short story. The way I do it is that I do some of my morning prep the night before. I figure out what I'm making for breakfast, I pick out the clothes I'm going to wear to work, I even get lunch made. Then the next morning, while my partner is showering and getting ready, I have some downtime that I can spend writing. No, it's not a whole lot of time, but every little bit helps. And that's the thing. You don't need to set aside hours every day. Sure, it would be nice to have a long stretch of time you could spend writing or painting or making music. But even a few minutes every day is better than nothing. It took me a while to get settled into my routine. And sure, there are mornings when something comes up and I don't get my creative time. But I'm okay with that. I'm in a routine now. It's a habit. And I enjoy having that little bit of time each morning. You know, I also get up early on Saturday and Sunday mornings. I have the house to myself, my partner, and my dog sleep in, and I can work without interruption for a couple of hours each of those days. Getting into a routine like this, making it a habit, it motivates me. I know I only have this smallish window of opportunity to be creative each day, so I look forward to it. Some mornings will be more productive than others, but in the end, I'm still doing something. It's better than not doing anything at all. I find it stimulating to be able to have a few minutes to read over what I wrote the day before, maybe get a couple more paragraphs written, or, if I'm very lucky, an entire page. And the more I do, the more I want to do. I equate it with being a junkie needing a fix. I'm a writer that needs to write. If I don't, I get twitchy. And once you get that routine going, you'll also feel more motivated to be creative. But there are other things you can do, too, to keep yourself moving. Another suggestion is to reward yourself. Set a goal for yourself to hit every day. If you're a writer, set a goal of, I don't know, 100 words, 500 words, 1,000 words. Whatever you have time for. If you're a painter, then set a specific amount of work that is supposed to get done on the painting. Or if you're a musician, then a specific amount of a song should be written. Or you need to learn three new chords every day. It doesn't matter what your creative medium is. You can find a way to set a goal and make it achievable. Don't tell yourself you're going to write one chapter a day when you only have 30 minutes every evening to write. You'll never hit it. And the reward should be something small, but worthwhile. I don't know, maybe a cookie, a beer, a glass of wine. Or maybe an hour of watching your favorite program on Netflix or HBO. A reward system does work. Look at what Pavlov did with those dogs. You can do the same thing. Train yourself to be motivated. For me, I like to squeeze in my writing time early in the mornings. But I'll write at night, too, if the opportunity arises. That's usually Friday and Saturday nights. But the time you set aside for yourself depends on your situation. Evenings may work better for you, or maybe later at night after the family has gone to bed. 
If your personal life doesn't give you much opportunity, then consider using some of your workday lunchtime for being creative. You know, you can keep a sketchbook in your office or a spiral notebook and a pen. Or bring your laptop with you to the office, if your place of business allows it. Bring a sandwich or a salad, close your office door, put on some headphones to cut down on outside distractions, and be creative. You know, something else I want to mention is that for some people, it helps to know that others are interested in your work. I mean, creativity should be about self-expression, and it can be very personal. But even then, it's nice to have another person, especially a stranger, tell you that they like what you did, what you created. It's just human nature to want some validation. And no, we can't all get that validation. And that can be demotivating. But don't let that slow you down or discourage you. There are places you can go to share your work with others, like writing groups or art classes. There are groups that meet to play guitar together and share music, or photography groups that go on outings together. You might be lucky enough to have something like that where you live. If not, well, you can always create your own online portfolio. In fact, regardless of what other opportunities you have to share your artistic output, I highly recommend you create an online portfolio. There are free blogging platforms out there like Tumblr. And if you have a little extra cash, you can set up a blog with a cheap hosting company. Once you get a site set up, you can post samples of your writing, your paintings, your photography, your music, video clips, any other bits and pieces you've created. This doesn't guarantee that you'll get a lot of visitors, but getting your work on display will help to motivate you. You have a forum for your work, a place to show off, to humble brag. That's a good thing. The thing about motivation is that it's different for everyone. What motivates one artist is not necessarily going to motivate another. But I think that getting some time set aside every day to create, to make it a routine, to have a place to display your work, it all comes together to get you moving in a positive direction. Find things that spark your imagination that get your creative juices flowing, something that works that creative muscle in your head. Maybe working with another artist can get you going, or going solo but displaying your work on a website. Whatever it takes. Find what works for you and stick with it. You've got this. Now for this week's closeout, think about something you love. It could be your partner, your family, a friend, a pet. Maybe a book or a movie. It doesn't matter if it's a person, a place, or a thing. Just something that means a lot to you, that makes you smile or makes you feel good inside when you think about it. Close your eyes and picture this thing if it's a person or a place or object. Or hear the music and lyrics in your head if it's a sound, a song. Let it really envelop you, warm you. Now, with that feeling, create something. Now, it doesn't have to be a full-blown project, but do something in your medium of choice. Or, be a little crazy and do something in another medium. It doesn't matter. The point is to create something that is inspired by this person, place, or thing that you love. Keep it simple if you can, but if you're inspired, go all out. But do it while that feeling is fresh. Close your eyes. Think about this love of yours. Then immediately do something. 
Let that feeling carry you along. Let it guide your hand. Don't think about the process or where it's taking you. Let the feeling, the emotion, do that for you. And I hope you end up with something beautiful. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please consider tossing a few bucks in the tip jar on my website, richardbiss.com, on the podcast page. A little help with the hosting costs would definitely be appreciated. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me through the contact form on my website or catch me on Twitter. Until next episode, cheers.